0: I was thinking about the season of Advent, and naturally, I went to the great cinematographical masterpiece, Zoolander. (laughs) Because at one point in that great film, Derek Zoolander looks up at the sky and says, who am I? Does Advent ever do that, this poor season which gets so confused. Like, is it a penitential season? Some say yes, some say no. Is it a season of movement, or is it a season of waiting? Some say yes, some say no. Who is Advent? What is Advent? Well, friends, let's talk about Advent, all right? Is it a season of waiting? Kind of. It's definitely a season of preparation. And preparing is different than waiting, isn't it? When you're preparing for something, you're not just sitting, you're not passive, but you're active, even though the thing you're preparing for hasn't happened yet. So waiting, kind of. Preparation, definitely. And there's an energy to this season that's good for us, especially when our energy is a little low because it's been a long semester and school is dragging on, because there's lots of duties and responsibilities, and maybe you're a little tired because it gets dark at 4.20 p.m. every day, right? It's hard. So the church gives us this season to help us, but we have to engage it. We can't just sit back. That's why I don't really like to overemphasize the waiting aspect of Advent, and I don't think the church does either. From today's opening prayer, the collect prayer. May no earthly undertaking hinder those who set out in haste to meet your Son. Set out in haste. This is from St. John Paul II, great Holy Father. Advent is, so to speak, an intense training that directs us decisively toward him who already came, who will come, and who comes continuously and intense training. Any of you who are athletes or any of you who train for anything know that training is not waiting. Training is very different and it's meant to direct us decisively toward the one who came, the one who will come and the one who comes continuously. Remember the three comings of Christ. We remember in Advent, right? Him coming, The first time in the incarnation, him coming the last time at the end of time. But then as St. Bernard of Clairvaux speaks so clearly, the third coming, which happens in between those two, which is Christ who comes to us at every moment, at every, every hour of our life, if we're but awake and aware. And so Advent is a time to be more intense and more intentional. And then we have the gospel for tonight where we see the great figure of John the Baptist, this wild man who, if he was here tonight, would scare most of you. Because his message is not one of sitting back and waiting. His message is one of great intensity. I always joke that every parish council should put a John the Baptist figure on their parish welcoming committee, right? Here, welcome to Mass. And then you'd have one guy with big hair, right? Leather, clothed in camel skins. And he'd be like, you brood of vipers who warned you to flee the coming wrath. And if you think I made that lineup, I didn't. That's what John the Baptist says. Because he's trying to wake us up. Because his message isn't one of simple waiting, but is one of real importance. He preaches repentance to turn away from sin, to get ready for who is coming. And that message has intensity to it. It's not a superficial one. But rather, what he's saying is get ready, and get ready means let the grace of God overturn all sorts of things, especially sin, so that when the new grace comes, of his coming breaks into our lives, we have prepared that our hearts are awake, ready, actively receptive to him. The reason John preaches repentance, by the way, my friends, is because if we don't acknowledge our sinfulness, which we do at the beginning of every Mass, if we don't acknowledge our sinfulness, we'll never recognize our need for Jesus. We'll never recognize our need for a savior if we don't have anything to be saved from. If I am okay and you're okay and we're all okay and everything's okay and all we need to do is affirm one another, then we'll never recognize who Jesus is. We'll never know him as a savior and we'll never desire him to come into our lives and change us and free us. O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel. That's the call of Advent. And it should be the call of every one of our hearts to say, Lord, I need you. I need you to save me. Not just be kind to me, not just affirm me. I need you to save me. By the way, that's what Jesus' name means. Yeshua, Yahweh saves. God is salvation. And it's not a random picking of names. The angel tells Joseph, you are to call him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. So we first call to mind our deep need, our desperate need for Jesus to be our savior How do we prepare? Well, our preparation is significant. The mountains need to be brought low and the valleys need to be filled in. If you've ever done any work excavating, to bring down a mountain is quite a thing. To fill in a valley is quite a thing. It's hard work, it's big work. We're talking about a serious reorientation of the spiritual landscape of our souls. That's what we're talking about, not superficial reorientation, not just kind of cleaning up a few things, but to have major features in our lives overturned and filled in because that's the effect of sin. Sin causes great excesses, spiritual mountains that block the path and it causes great defects, spiritual valleys or chasms that also block the path and keep us from setting out in haste to meet our Savior. Both those things need to be brought low. Excesses. Too much. What does that look like? Maybe too much self-centeredness, maybe too much reliance on yourself, too much satisfying lower desires. What is too much in your spiritual life right now? And then defects. Where is there too little? Maybe too little time spent in prayer, communing with our Lord. Maybe too little trust in him. Too little seeking of his mercy. Too little granting of his mercy to other people in forgiveness. Maybe too little reaching out to those who have real need. Well, we need to address those things. And there's significant work that needs to be done in all of us. And that's why the church gives us this season. That's why the church decks us out in purple. It's the color of repentance. And the work is so big that I can understand why it might be disheartening because to bring a mountain low in the spiritual life or to fill in a deep valley or a chasm is hard work. And it could be even disheartening. However, however, all the work that needs to get done in us, it's not done primarily by us. It doesn't depend solely on us. Our preparation, the work of Advent, is done in great confidence. And that word confidence literally means with faith, confide in Latin. With faith, with trust in God. Why? Why? From our first reading, the great book of the prophet Isaiah. For God has commanded that every lofty mountain be made low, and that the age old depths and gorges be filled to level ground, so that Israel, us, may advance secure in the glory of God. God has commanded this. It's not your work, it's not my work to fix ourselves spiritually. God has, and so we have confidence in him. And then St. Paul in the second reading. I'm confident of this, that the one who began a good work in you will continue to complete it until the day of Christ. God is at work in you and in me. And in this Advent season, he is the one who wants to bring down the spiritual excesses and fill in the spiritual defects. It's his work. He's begun it. He will complete it. But as the great St. Irenaeus of Lyon said, God would not save us without us. He would not save us without us. He wants to save us, but he would not do that without us. And so our responsibility is to bring our hearts to the Lord as they are with their excesses and with their defects. To bring our hearts to him in haste to go out to meet him. Advent, adventus, it means to come toward, ad, toward. Venire is the Latin root, to come, to come toward. God comes toward us. That's the good news. Brothers and sisters, We need to come toward Him. And when we do that, when God's desire to save us meets our desire to be saved, then the beautiful work of conversion happens. And that is what this season is all about. So may we joyfully, intensely, decisively direct our hearts to Him who has already come, who will come, and who comes to us right now.